Where, sorry, you said you're in Georgia? Where did you go? No, no, not, oh, even worse than Georgia. I wish I was in Georgia right now, yeah. I'm, I'm in Oklahoma, that's where I went to undergrad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wish I was in Georgia, oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, just I'm, out there, you're staying with family? Or did you just go for the culture? Oh, definitely the culture, the food, <laughs> the atmosphere, you know. I wanted to be surrounded by people with, you know, like-minded gentlemen yeah. such as yourself. <laughs> I don't know, because I guess you weren't bartending like right up until, right? Hadn't you had like a a break from bartending? I think yeah, because I stopped at yeah the rooftop, and then I was doing like an office job, just being. See, it was more. like the opposite for me. I like. I feel like I the second I like you know sobered up and like wasn't in the bar every day, fucking like just all the overstimulation like i i also haven't been unemployed since i was like 14 years old Mm -hmm. like no joke like that was like with the exception of traveling like when i met you i i i and i've been at the same bar for eight years so i'm lucky that i could go do stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i've never not worked it was like i caught up on like all the saturday morning cartoons i never got to watch (laughs) when i was when i was a kid and yeah, I just, I feel like I was hydrated for the first time properly. So I was like, <laughs> but I could see, I think it was the opposite for a lot of people that worked like nine to fives and cause they were like, I'll get drunk. I'm going to drink out of a sippy cup on a zoom <laughs> meeting. And I'm like, I drink out of sippy cups every single day. Of my life. I admit I didn't do that because I knew, <laughs> cause I was just like, I know what getting drunk every day would be like, like kind of doing that at work every time you go to work. Right. So and it's not I, like we're on a multitask. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, the worst thing I could be doing is saying, like, let me just throw this time away to just get completely wasted every day. Like, I know yeah. what that would lead to. Yeah. No, and it's also like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, I think we don't, like, hobbies are like some things adults are supposed to have, right? Like, I got... I learned how to knit, kind of. Yeah. Like, I, it's just, like, all that stuff that, like, a little bit, like, I bought a needle. And, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, did you have it's a, a did I you didn't have officially. interest I before, or did you actually knit? <laughs> what did you say? Before the pandemic, what what sparked your interest? Did you want to knit and just never did no, it? No, no, I didn't want to knit. Oh. <laughs> I'm being so hyperbolic. I bought, I bought yarn and a needle. The thought, <laughs> the intention to knit was there. Okay. But I did, I did work like on a lot of stuff that I would normally let fall by the way I said, like, I'm really passionate and into cooking. And like, I was like, sure. And I didn't know anyone to, well, I have two friends that live two floors below me that I actually coincidentally work with. So they just got like all of my experiments. Like that was really fun. I mean, I saw it on Instagram. They looked phenomenal. I thought that's always been a part of your repertoire. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I always like cooking, but I, I like, no one has time to just like sit there and like, well, maybe if I sous vide butter and coffee together, like, because <laughs> why the fuck not? Like, because yeah. you like, there's you. So it was just like inspiration that I just based on the sheer amount of like hours to fill, but it didn't feel that way for me. Yeah. I, I didn't I, have I, that, like, especially living in New York, like, I feel like I didn't have that false sense of urgency that's like super hyper instills in us. Um, all the time, like the go, go, go thing, which I think is like an American thing, but also specifically a New York thing, you know? Um, Like even the fact that I felt guilty for like accepting the government aid when there was literally nothing I could do about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was just, there's so many things that I unlearned through the process that I was actually really grateful for it. Yes. My cat's here. Say hi, Carl. Hi. This Uh, this is my quarantine buddy. So you got her during quarantine? No, no, I've had her. She's oh. so fucking old and got fatter than she was before. <laughs> she also was reaping the benefits of me cooking. So. Um, but I know that like there was like it affected. I don't. I think that if we had kept going for longer than we had, because I feel like there was like two months of like intensive, like rigorous, like shutdown, and that's. Well, again, like I, I enjoyed the free time and like, you know. So your bar to, was shut down officially, like didn't go to work for a couple yeah. months during that and whole to be time. With you, yeah, like we actually, we've gone the gambit like a lot longer than like, um, 
like than a lot of other bars like i know that just opened like in the summer when they were allowed to have outdoor seating but like we opened back up in like may so it was pretty fucking yeah. it was pretty fucking early in the game our sister bar didn't shut down at all but they're just gangster i don't even know like i was like i was like aren't you worried about because i i also actually had covid so mm-hmm. it was like kind of a good thing that like i was actually sick so i was yeah. like thank god we didn't like, power through it but yeah i don't know there's some there's some bad ones over there <laughs> i i have no idea how they just like push through that but um it's also like it's not there's so many like different walks of life in that industry that it's like everyone's needs are so different like they spent like just the amount of like undocumented people alone yeah. in like the service industry like i mean fuck there's half a million of us in that they know of in new york and i'm sure there's another hundred thousand that like you know don't use real information because they don't yeah. want to get in trouble or what have you like i feel so bad right? for the kitchen staff that's what yeah I'm not, not even the kitchen staff. Like I, the staff that I work with is like predominant. I mean, yes, absolutely. I feel bad for them too. Um, I work with predominantly, like I'm like the only uh, American at my job. I work with like predominantly like Irish people. Um, so like, no, it was like just for anyone from anywhere that couldn't get that, like, you know, that additional help from the government, which we shouldn't have been like, I feel like people are like, like, of course I'm grateful that that happened, but I feel like, Every other country in the world is like, yeah, of course you're going to give us help. Like, you're shutting down everything. Yeah. And Americans are like, thank God. Like, <laughs> what could we have done without Daddy, Uncle Sam? Like, whatever. Because like, it never I mean, happened. We wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. I was like, uh, they kind of gave us $1,200 to fuck off nine months ago. <laughs> like, um, it wasn't really like, the, like, I'm not looking at gift stores in the mouth. I think I'm looking like a trash possum that accidentally left at 20. Yeah. Like, like yeah, the- I am not looking at that $1,200. Yeah. Was it? it has been a 10 month of like the world that no one in this lifetime yeah. has ever experienced. And you think I'm going to be grateful for $1,200. Right? Like I'm not about to get down and lick your boots for this. Like I make, it's also, I mean, now I, you know, the bar is like up and running. There's all these bullshit restrictions, but I can still scrape together. Like, enough you yeah. know what i mean but my fucking employment without the bonus is 156 dollars a week mm-hmm. because uh, we're, we're a cash money lifestyle yeah. and we don't we're just like not in the business wow so you didn't even get like the full new york max unemployment because no, well, of the i make more than it looks like i do on paper. oh just, yeah uh, yeah like which is like the one time this hasn't it hasn't worked out for me oh. which is like yeah. um no, I know. And I feel like everyone was like on this kick. Like they were like, no, it's socialism. And I'm like, yeah, but socialism, like, it's kind I'm of not even getting into like, the no. political aspect, but it's, it's literally just like the only thing, like, it's the only way to get out of this situation, yeah. really. Um, and it's still not even refined socialism. It's like super crude beginning phases. Yeah. Getting by. Beginning, <laughs> yes. Socialism. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I mean, like, I, I feel like I was a lot luckier than most um, just because I, I had some savings. The one thing that was crazy, though, was right before back, probably in like December, right after I met you, right after I got back from Amsterdam. OK. Um, I started looking in earnest to buy my own bar mm-hmm. and I was like shopping around for it. And then uh, kind of Christmas kind of derailed us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whatever, things just didn't play out. But then two months later three months later this happened yeah and like i still have heart palpitations occasionally oh. from like the thought that i almost like like gave all of my money and it was in like yeah. ridgewood you know what i mean like it was like in a place that i knew to be up and coming now yeah but now in manhattan it's like now that everything's going down because yeah i know ridgewood i was right over by bushwick near ridgewood i know exactly and it's yeah. so up and coming and I was looking, it was like by no type of train line yeah i mean it was a cool spot don't get me wrong yeah. like but like it was like i was like yeah inevitably like this like ripple effect of mm-hmm. everything will will make it so this neighborhood is like a destination or whatever and yeah. i i just can't believe how lucky i was wow. that i didn't put everything on the line like wow, that. like my life would be so different. <laughs> you would have lost all your savings and invested in something that is guaranteed to fail. Like Dude, <laughs> I was gonna buy a food truck too. Like I was like, what the fuck? Uh, like, and it did. It like wow. kind of scared me. Great. I'm not. I've. 
I've just always assumed that that was what I was going to do because I've been in the service industry for so long that I just assumed. I know what one you day mean. Yeah. Buy, right. Like I didn't really see. I don't. I don't. I'm not college educated or anything. Um, but it really like forced me to examine how hard do I want to work like mm-hmm. the rest of my life. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like when I was fully in the swing of things before this like forced pause. I was like, I'm going to bust my ass. And then eventually I'm going to be like a, you know, like a service industry tycoon and like all this stuff. And like, I had that motivation and then just everything, just the process of lockdown really just made me examine my priorities a lot, I think, um, for better or for worse. Okay. I mean, where do you see that going? Because I mean, it took me, you know, six and a half years getting through school and I bartended through it all to where I thought I was eventually going to be kind of what your mindset, even with the degree, right. just because the experience I had. But I then was afraid of the exact position you were almost in. So, I mean, for one thing, it I'm going back to school. Hey. and But here's the thing, like, I feel like there is there's still a possibility that I could go back to that. It's just, Mm -hmm. I, and I hate that like narrative that like, you know, you're not accomplished if you, I mean, like I know to say that you own a business is like a thing. It's just not like the progression most people would assume is responsible. And like, it is fucking hard. Like it is like, it it meant to be in no way disrespectful to people that like still want to do that. If anything, I have like entirely more respect for you. I'm just kind of salty that people were right. When I started bartending, I was like barely, you know, even 21 and people were like, people were like, just be careful. You're going to burn out. I'm like, Mm -hmm. fuck off. I make so much money. (laughs) years old. And then like, sure enough, you know, like I, I be, I got older and was like, I am not supposed to make, a sound every time I get up, whether it's like mm-hmm. me being like, Ugh, or like, oh, the knees, the knees. Like, yeah, like I should not be like, like just making noises every time I have yeah. to move. And it is like, you know, it takes like a physical fucking toll. And there's no disrespect in staying in that world as long mm-hmm. as you, it's worth it for you. But it is fucking difficult. Yeah. So um, I sold out. <laughs> and now I'm going back to school and uh oh. but obviously I like I will always be grateful to bartending mm-hmm. for the life that it gave me like I think I yeah I'm definitely not gonna make as much <laughs> that... <laughs> I do like I'll just get to sit down while I'm doing it which you know <laughs> oh, okay a little side, sidetrack what do you have a interest in what you're going back for you know, yes. Yeah, oh, totally. Like, yeah. I mean, I've always been like a pretty avid reader, but I got really into um, everything, like anything that you could read of quarantine. But like, I started reading like medical journals and shit. I was like, you're, this is like, this is towards the end where I was like, all right, this might start to get old. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it was like either that or knitting, right? So um, <laughs> I started reading a lot of like uh psychology case studies and i just got really into it especially because everyone seemed to be struggling with like their mental health issues which are the most visible i feel like they've ever been Mm -hmm. because people don't like to care about the brain because they can see if your elbow's swollen or you know right of course but they don't like it's it's just wild that the different effects it had on people Mm because on one hand like yes i was stressed out about money yes i was like you know obviously like just everyone was like going stir crazy but it didn't have it had the opposite like it didn't have a profoundly bad effect on me because I got to take myself out of an overstimulating environment that does cause anxiety Mm -hmm. whereas a lot of other people who need a break from their day-to-day like you know they'll go out to blow off steam and stuff like that they have like these like rigged like structured lives yeah I could totally see how that would fuck you up Mm -hmm. really bad you know so I just, it was just so interesting to me how everyone was processing it. And so I started reading all these case studies and if I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go all the fucking way. I would just refuse to let people be right. Like I'm literally going to go back to school. So I don't take a pay cut from bartending. And yeah. if I have to become, a, like, if I have to get a fucking PhD just so I don't have to admit that I was wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it takes. All right. I'm just never going to. 
let anyone be like, I told you so. <laughs> See, or at least what I want to do while, like, in the movement is, and bartending, because bartending, you're going to work your ass off. Yes, you're going to work a lot of hours, and you're going to make a shitload right. of money. Like, it's, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice that for making good amount of money and not wearing, like, work as least as possible to make a livable income. Like Exactly. Like, yeah. I have never, it's, it's, Yes, I was like, when you are that young, and especially being that I'd never had money before, like I was Same. pretty, yeah. you know, I was never seen that much money in real life unless mm-hmm. it was in like an illegal situation. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I was that young and I was starting to make this like in more money than I ever, like I'm pretty sure I just got drunk and went shopping for a year. Like <laughs> I was just so young and I didn't like know, you know, what to do with it or how to be responsible with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did have that super money hungry attitude where like, I was like, no matter what, you know, I just want to stockpile creepy bundles of money, like everywhere (laughs) in my apartment and like feel secure. Like that's how I felt I could give myself security. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I, I mean, they're in a bank account now, but now that I've, you know, like had, enough time to experience that and realize that there there does need to be a balance i guess i'm pretty adamant about the same thing like i'm like no i definitely i definitely need to have a life before i have work like i don't know just don't the money will be there kind of yeah like i'll find i Mm -hmm. like you know if i did it before i found bartending and i was that poor like I I can definitely find a way now that I'm in like a much more advantageous position and I'm older and I know how to get shit done and I I'm grateful for where I dropped off the only you know what the only thing I'm mad about now though is that I kind of have to work just to get myself through school or whatever not as much I'll probably go down to part-time but right now it's just a matter of keeping the actual bar open okay you know what I mean like it's like it's really for like the good of just keeping it afloat i am still trying to work i clearly need boundaries that a bar from the lifestyle of barton yeah right like that lifestyle like clearly just isn't working out for me yeah Um, my fucking blood pressure is crazy like i feel i quit smoking like almost entirely during quarantine and the second the second I like started again, I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, like um, so I wanted to go out in like kind of a blaze of glory okay. after working in the blaze for eight years. Like I not like not like I fuck you, I quit and like throw my staff shirt down or something. But like I really like after eight years, I felt like I owed it to the place and to myself to be like, yes, I'm moving on. Nobody cry. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> And now it's like no one gives a shit. Like everyone's, we don't even have like heaters outside right now. Like if anyone even, no one would notice if anyone quit right now. Yeah. You know. And it's like you thought you put in all this work, put to I for put in all this work eight years to this place. <laughs> eight years, and all I wanted was for one person to be like, you know, he really helped me or something. And like I was absolutely being a total fucking martyr about it. And now I like literally just can't. Um, like if I if I was like guys, I think I'm gonna quit. They're like, oh my god, do you know how many people need a job right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm just like, all right, uh, I'll stick it out. I'll stick it out for the glory. Hey, one day. I, I do want to say yes. At eight years, you would get like a bouquet and stuff normally, but at eight least years is a long fucking time yeah. to listen to the same people's problems. <laughs> but I'm saying, as every place I left, I thought I was irreplaceable. But even if they're not as good as you, you're replaceable. That's kind of where I'm like, no matter how even, good. <laughs> I've learned that just by having that attitude, you are in fact replaceable. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And I've totally thought that before. Uh-huh. And I think that's what, again, and this is just super petty is like, you know, it is a bummer that the work conditions are trash. Like we mm. don't have heaters right now. Like my boss just stopped ordering whiskey and it's like, <laughs> it was already like a fucking An Irish bar. He just stopped. <laughs> It was already a terrible dive that like ne- like every- at least one thing was bro- dude three different times our toilet seats have been stolen, like 
Who? Who does exactly, exactly like? Just I had to clean two dead birds this week. I don't even know where they came from. Like everything is a fucking mess on like the best of days. And my boss just has like given like he's like, no, well, it's you know it's hard for all. And I was like, listen, I understand your plight, dude, but like I'm gonna be here, and. chances are I, I like because i've been there for so long it's mostly regulars yeah. the second they walk in i have to be like we don't have your first through fourth choice what i can do is maybe borrow something from the bar next door and then mix it with this diet version of a soda you normally drink like it's just like putting like band-aids on broken windows yeah. and like it's getting real fucking old you know like, well it's just, 10 like, months just, or minus the clothes eight months of doing that yeah well, this motherfucker had the audacity to be like, oh, try and get them to pay cash. And I was like, not only do we have to make them order food, we it's technically we're not supposed to let them use the bathroom right now. But fuck that. I don't need <laughs> there's already a bunch of homeless people that pee on our like outdoor structures. I'm not going to like make it so like the customers do it, too. There's like we have to force them to like if they stand up without a mask, we have to yell at them. They have to sign in to use the bathroom. We have to take their oh. temperature this weird fucking gun like everything is so weird and we're already and my whole job is to make you feel like you're having fun and shit like i'm not gonna also be like hey would you mind running to the at like after all that oh yeah yeah i would be so annoyed at the end of all that like that's what like as a bartender you're that's what i used to tell it's like a dj at a club i used to feel like when i bartend that's like my I control that, and if like everything, all the odds are against you. Like, I'm just hoping you want to sit here, like, and order Dude, another I, drink. I said that to like there was like a really good group of regulars there yesterday, and, and like someone had reserved the one table, <laughs> and they were like, I just I panned over. There's a bar right next door. They've got this beautiful setup. They decorated for Christmas. Oh. Got, they basically mimicked their inside bar on the outside. And I just took like a slow pan over video to like, I was like, this heating lamp is like the equivalent of like, it's the heat lamp representation of like, if your friend in high school is like, do you want to go to a party? And then you get there and there's a guy who's like suspiciously older and he's just sitting there like a bare mattress with no fitted sheet on the ground with like a 30 pack of like natty. Like that's what my bar looked like yesterday. Um, so yeah. But my but my regulars still suck it out, and I was like, guys, I'm really happy. Like, I'm really grateful for you. Like, that's so that's real cool of you. Um, but why? Yeah, because <laughs> like, I, like, I would not be. Why are you doing this kind of thing? And, um, they didn't really have a good answer. They were like, oh no, just spot it out. Like we have to. <laughs> so I am really grateful for them. They don't. I'm a bartender, and I still get frustrated with like polo. Yeah. You, you know, I get it, and I would never say anything or tip poorly as a result or anything, mm-hmm. but, yeah, it's, like, a little annoying if I want to go to more than one bar. Like, how many plates of fries do I have to eat, you know? <laughs> like all these. That was the worst. Right now, all we have is hot dogs. Oh, gosh. I know, dude. I fucking hate hot dogs on the best of days. That's it's what, so, like, now it's like, yeah, I'm not. I hate hot dogs. I, I miss smelling, like, like beer. <laughs> And like just the regular bar smell, like every time I came, I come home and take off my clothes, it just reeks like. Because everyone orders hot dogs if that's all you got. You yeah, don't have so. a choice. I just put them down on there. I don't even ask it because it's their only option, and they have to get something. So I just fucking lash them with hot dogs all day. Because we've gotten in trouble. Like the SLA, which is the state liquor authority, is like out for fucking blood. Like they come around. Oh, you gotta have food because of outdoor. You can't be a bar. Yeah. Just a bar. Wow. Over the summer. It's crazy. I mean, like, I'm sure it's much different in, like, because New York is, like, the epicenter at one point, and, like... Oh, yeah, I know. I spent the whole time... Yeah, I, I... Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Oklahoma, probably, just for sheer... The fact that they're just, like, spread out more or whatever, and... And Republican. Trumpy, like, I don't think anyone's... I don't think... It's it's got to not be nearly as strict. Like, I'm sure... Even in New Jersey, I was just where I'm from. I was dining indoors, like, a week ago. And they definitely were not holding it to no, like a 25% capacity. No fucking way. Like, so because New York is so strict, yeah. but it's also the place that bars need to be the most, you know what I mean? Like that's like so much yeah. of the economy there. That's all you do in New York. Like, that's like, what yeah. it's there for. <laughs> Cause you don't want to go to your apartment with my four other roommates. Like I was like, <laughs> dude, look at my apartment. Like this is that, 
that's my whole that's my whole apartment right here. Oh, okay. Like, where are we gonna? Um, I'm yeah, like, no, I don't this is just my room. upstairs. I have, a, I mean, downstairs. I have a whole another floor with two bedrooms for half the price I was renting a room in New York. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this you. is like, and my apartment, like, people are like, wow, so spacious. I'm like, I guess, like, <laughs> like, first. I well, you live in Manhattan, so it is for Manhattan. No, it is. I mean, yeah. it's a little ridiculous. My rent's like $2,000 a month, which before the pandemic, everyone was like, oh, my God, such a steal. And now <laughs> I'm like, I'm not $2,000 a month. I'm not, I'm not resigning my lease. That's, it's so cheap. That's yeah. the one upside yeah. to this economic downfall that we're about to face. Oh, but, gosh. But, but anyway, yeah, the SLA was like not helping when they were just walking around fucking... They what? took a picture of me from like a, a, a not cool distance away. Like it was like a very creepy, grainy picture that they took in their car because I was I was took a sip of water and I had my mouse down for a minute talking to someone and they took a picture of me from like five hundred feet away. It was like all zoomed in and like stalkery. It was crazy. <sighs> and I, I was like, Yeah, my bad, definitely. Like I should have had my mask on, of yeah, course. But... I was taking a sip of water. Like, what do you, come on. It's like clearly not even about what it's supposed yeah. to be about anymore. Like you, I don't know if you're trying to just. You're being a paparazzi for the pandemic. Yeah. And it's like, it's, this whole situation is shitty enough without yeah. trying. Like, I'm not like a, I, I'm not denying that the vaccine exists. I'm not mm. like, I'm not one of them. I'm just saying like, it's, people are doing the best they can. Yeah. You know? And if, and also let's be real. Like if you're at a bar, you're not doing the best you're <laughs> Like, like, and I'm not judging. Like, that's yeah. That's, you're I, you're that's aware. Yeah. I go to bars because I feel like, as an adult, I can take accountability for myself, and like, I also still have the antibodies some fucking how, even though I got sick in like April, just because probably because I work in such a gross bar. But like, um, it just keeps coming. Just keeps. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that there's a certain level of personal adult responsibility like that doesn't mean just because you feel comfortable going into target you shouldn't wear a mask because that's not just yeah that's different yeah you know what i mean but and you have to go grocery shopping and you have to you know walk your dog and stuff like that so when i'm out i always do at the bar when i'm working absolutely but it's also like people don't need to be in a bar i'm glad that you're here and i'm you know i'm happy Mm -hmm. to serve you i'm not like but it's just if you get sick there it's kind of like you are choosing to be. At the, yeah. I hope nothing bad happens to anybody ever. Not just now, but like, or maybe some people, but not because of COVID. Like, yeah. But again, like you're a grown ass man. I'm a yeah. grown ass woman. They're all grown ass men and women. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't, I don't really see the problem with that. To, mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if the rules made more sense, I feel like if they were actively cutting back on cases, but clearly they're not, they just, I I can, again, I can only speak for New York, but I think Cuomo knows better Mm -hmm. than to, if he knows better than to shut absolutely everything down before Christmas, I think he'll probably, because if you notice he walked back, or I don't know if you're paying attention up here, but he basically like walked back all the privileges that we'd earned by having it go down. Like it was like, um, you know, first realized we need to go, and then he let us do outdoor dining, and then he let us do 25% oh, yeah. capacity. Back in and May and June, yeah. Later and stuff like that. So now he's just walking backwards to the point where we can only do outdoor seating. And it's like, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like our structures have three sides. Mm-hmm. I get it's still technically the open air, but it's like some of them don't. Like, some, some people just put, like, tents on the outside. Like, they just okay. took the inside and put it on the outside. Yeah. The, the getting food thing didn't make any fucking sense. Shutting the bars down at 10 doesn't stop a virus from spreading. That, I don't, like, yeah, because clubs all, aren't open anyway, so. That's what, do it all or don't do fucking anything yeah. that's that harmful. Like, stop acting like this is for our benefit. If it's if you don't want us right. to work, then give us money to stay home. But if you are not going to do that, then people have to make a fucking living. It's easy to say. It's easy to be, like, righteous yeah. if you have the circumstance for it mm-hmm. but like not everyone has the option <laughs> like you know there's 
there, I've seen it, there be a divide on like a lot of a lot of bar owners. There's just a lot of people in the service industry in general, and it's like, well, we're shutting down because we feel like it's like the most responsible thing to do. And other people are like, I don't even know how I'm going to pay my own rent, let alone yeah. this like this bar's rent kind of thing. And I just don't think anyone should be judging. Definitely, anyone. definitely, right? Def- it's during just, the yeah. Unless you don't believe it exists, in which case I'm gonna judge the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid on your own time. Yeah. I like, obviously, I know it's real. I just wish that the things that were implemented would actually stop people from getting infected, like. If you fucking buy a plate of fries at a bar because you have to have food on the table and you're eating them and sticking your handbag in them and you're sharing fries, doesn't that kind of make it worse? <laughs> like, it's just shit like that that I'm like, wow, you're just doing this to, like, look like you're doing something, basically. Like, none of this makes any fucking sense. Oh, no. Like, I talked to a teacher and she said they had to quarantine the books. I'm like, you can't even wipe it down? Like, no, they had to quarantine the books for a certain amount of time. And they live on surfaces, like, books for that long. I know that, like, metal is a thing or Mm -hmm. something. Kind of rusty on all the medical journals I read over quarantine. But I thought, I I don't, I don't. They quarantine the book. Where did they quarantine the books? Like, in an area of the classroom. Like, when, like, if a student comes, I guess maybe the student has COVID and brings the book back then they have to quarantine. They can't just like wipe the book down. They have to quarantine okay. the book for us. Yeah, that seems like an extra step. Like, <laughs> like it's just unnecessary. Like, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. Was setting um, it in an empty space for a couple of days is going to wipe the germs off more than some Lysol? Just like COVID goes to sleep at 10 p.m. when all the bars are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that that's where a lot of people's outrage is coming from, and, mostly. I'd agree. I wanted people because it would end party lines. Like, look, they got. Have you in our lifetime? Because we're about the same. Nowhere has the government just like given the people twelve hundred dollars, like to where they. Which again, just because they've never done it doesn't mean they shouldn't. Have no, no, no. Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I mean it was desperate. They acted swiftly. That was back in March, and then Dude. nothing has been done. So not to get like super on like nothing has been done because we all know. But, like, they want us to act like the world is okay and we should not work or we should not go out. But nothing has been done since March. It's truly wild. (laughs) And not to get, like, super meta or, like, at the risk of sounding, like, almost, like, socialist about it. It's, like, we have been so trained as Americans to think that, like, this is, like, we should feel guilty for this or, like... We the Betty, do, I can do it, you know. What's yeah, that? like, yeah. we can blame people, we can blame people who are, if you don't want to, people are making more money off this, so they're not working. That's a problem, like, but it's not the problem you're thinking. Yeah. Like, it's a completely opposite, like, how did you get that people not wanting to work 40 hours a week at some shitty job and make less money, how they're the problem? Yeah. Clearly the people, like, how... What kind of mental boomer ass gymnastics did oh, you have to do oh, to, to riddle me that? I don't even know if this will make it, but don't get me started on my hatred of the boomer and my parents' generation. And I can't. That, well, thank God I'm not a boomer. Thank fucking God. Uh, like my mom, they don't understand the concept of maybe I'm worth more than slaving my life away to a job that doesn't give a fuck about me. It's truly wild, and I feel like every generation has had a little bit less of, but my mom's Gen X, it would be, so that's the one below Boomers, right? Uh, She's 40. Yeah, I think Gen X had no one, yeah. That's just lost generation. It's the way she thinks of things in terms of, like, capitalism. She's, like, a staunch liberal, Mm -hmm. hates Trump, always have. We hated Trump way before. It was cool. (laughs) It was cool. (laughs) We hated him since that Miss America incident where he, like, tried to dethrone her for getting, like, fat. (laughs) <laughs> even though she was like a size eight she was not fat at all yeah but um even she growing up in like the 80s where there was like all of that like cold war propaganda about how russians are the devils and communism is bad and <laughs> fucking we have to stop the spread of it and cuba got fucked up it got mick thrown in the mix like yeah. all of that and she's like well all i know is that every communist country is a shit and i'm like dude you sound just as ignorant as other people you can't think you can't see how like they've also been taught to think our way is bad you know what i mean so it is just crazy like the generational 
relationship with monetary value oh and i'm happy that we're getting away from it like Mm -hmm. so like so much that like we can see now that it's not it's not directly equivalent to our (laughs) self-worth like it's and i'm just talking about like generally well-off people i don't like those or whatever it's fine if you're comfortable and i'm happy for you maybe Mm -hmm. you got to work from home maybe you didn't have to like Mm -hmm. that's fine and good for you but definitely like try to have a bit of perspective i just hate when people can't even like they're like i heard a lot of especially when the shutdown first happened they're like well you should have been saving money and it's like wow what a fucking piece of shit thing to say (laughs) oh Oh, like, like, as if every poor person was going to be like, why did I think of that? Mm-hmm. I should have been, guys, did you hear we should have been saving money? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, I mean, because even if you did your little best and people like $10 here, if you save 10 bucks a week, it's been 10 months, okay? This has been a 10 <laughs> month. Yeah. You think that? <laughs> I saw the saddest thing. I don't know why I was so fucking high and I was just on Groupon. And so long, I don't know what I was, I don't know how I wound up there. I was just so stoned. And um, I saw this really sad thing that it was like, kind of like, not astronaut food, but you know that like stuff they give the military that they just never goes bad. Okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, like kind of like, 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 you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's right? like powder food you add with water. Yeah, you, you can add, take like, a camping and shake it up. And yeah. I saw this thing on Grubhub where it was like, three meals a day for 365 days or you could go another or no it was like three months supply six months supply a year supply and it was like two hundred dollars but like i did the math and it was like six cents a meal no of course but like the fact that any of them had been sold in a first world country yeah because of the situation we're in you know what i mean like maybe maybe some of the people just wanted to be savvy i'm not knocking them either whether it was out of minimalist necessity. yeah whatever yeah i'm not knocking them none of that is a judgment on anyone except for the fact that it's even necessary in a first street on earth <laughs> that healthcare shouldn't be you know Dude, you know how many um, bartenders i know with a dead tooth like <laughs> yeah that hey oh I, I pulled out my own teeth okay we don't get yeah. <laughs> Just, on some, what, what's the Tom Hanks with Castaway? Yeah. <laughs> some Castaway shit. <laughs> like, it's just, you know. No, it's, it is. It's, it's sad and it's crazy that, like, and that, that this isn't the natural way to think about things because of the indoctrination. And oh. I feel bad for them, honestly. I know we said we weren't going to go off a rant about boomers. Well, yeah. I feel bad for them until they start, like, talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, but it, it's not, it, it's boomers, yes, but it's so much, like, look at the map. Like, I'm in the heart of the map. It's how do we reach that middle America, that not even middle, the small town America? Because Oklahoma City, where I'm saying, has a Democratic mayor, is mm-hmm. where the part of the city where I'm saying in downtown is mainly Democratic. And then you go out to the suburbs and from the small town. Oh, yeah, you take one toe over yeah. the line. <laughs> and it's like... And and it's like, that's another thing, just going to tie it back to like the pandemic itself. Like, it's just crazy that you have to think about things as Democratic or Republican. Trump did a really good job at making this political when it doesn't need to be at all. No, it's medical and scientific, not to get how they've been saying for months. Okay, (laughs) let's say that like, you know... (laughs) It is somehow like a conspiracy theory. Like you think the whole world. That's what I'm saying. Not just us. Like China and Russia and like all these people that are like allegedly like our sworn enemies and our allies, France, England, all of it. Like you think they're all in on it across the board. Countries that have hated each other for millennia. If Serbia and Albania can agree that the virus is real, you know what I mean? Like countries that have been shooting for generations. Oh, and but we're the only ones that are like, mm, no. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean, no? Even if, but and but that's another thing. Like, even if we found out ten years from now by some miracle that that it was in fact a hoax, the worst thing, like, it's like it. Besides the economic repercussions, I'd be like, I'd wear a piece of cloth like over my face, so I didn't kill people, and that's okay. 
yes, the economic part was like a true pitfall and fuck you for letting it get that far. But there's, it's, you really do find people that think like that. Like the, the mental gymnastics that people it's, I've talked to this, oh my God, God bless his heart. He's so fucking stupid. I've known this regular since we'll call him Mike. You know, he's like, uh, one of the, he's like, uh, conservative religious. We don't get any of them, especially not in the East Village. That's like a New York also, East Village uh, he's bar. Also, like, he's also Puerto Rican, which is like, I'm like, I know. Yeah. Because it's like, did, like I know for a fact, because I've known, again, I've known him for almost 10 years. Like, I know his family. I've spent Christmases with him. Like, it's a close-knit bar that I've been at for forever. Like, it's not like, but I'm like, dude, I know for a fact that some of your family still does, is not, their homes are not completely repaired from Maria because of Trump. Like, how are you specifically? Like, I'm not saying that, like, if you're brown, you have to be a Democrat, but I'm like, you specifically as a Puerto Rican man yeah. living in New York, like the most liberal place in the country, in the most liberal section of the most liberal area of the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how? Um, but I swear to God, this man, Every time I tell this story, I just have to, he goes, my whole family's mad at me because I don't want to get a COVID test before Thanksgiving to go see my mom. And he's old. He's like 50. So his mom's like in her eighties. And I was like, all right, like what? I feel like I'm going to regret this, but like, why? <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, no, cause I don't want him to have like my shit. Like I don't want him to have like my DNA or whatever. And I was like, you're a janitor and there's nothing wrong with that but why like there's nothing wrong with that but like why the fuck would they want your dna and he was like no for like you know like they're gonna and also for statistics like they're gonna put they're gonna say that it it was it was positive when it's not and i was like okay who the fuck is they who is they who is doing this and he was like the government i was like but every government is doing it so why would they want your dna and then this motherfucker i swear to fucking god he goes well the illuminati and i was like shut the fuck up i could not believe that he brought the illuminati into this to justify not getting a covid test before he saw his elderly mother on thanksgiving (laughs) illuminati yes the illuminati wants your dna your dna let's not let's be specific because i can see them wanting like you know I don't know. A young, fertile virgin. Yeah, yeah someone, someone. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, whatever. like. Make sure you in peace. But like, I. Why the fuck? If they wanted anyone's DNA, why the fuck would it be yours? Also, if you do in fact like subscribe to the all the conspiracy theories about the Illuminati and about like the secret, ultra wealthy, like powerful society people that like control everything not only should you not be a republican you should be a fucking anarchist mm-hmm. you know what i mean you should not subscribe to any of the systems especially not the one you're subscribing to you know if you know anything about like the concept of the illuminati you would know that like you are their target <laughs> like not sorry not their target but like you're the you're the masses that they're controlling yeah, yeah you're you're not you're like, not the sorry, elite again, <laughs> yeah again not not your target you will never be their direct target but you would be part of like the people that they're allegedly manipulating you idiot you should be living off berries in the woods teaching how to teaching yourself how to forage if you don't want the illuminati to get to you when people say stuff like the illuminati wait sorry so what did he say the babies you don't know the that because that illuminati was when we were in high school and the new one is QAnon. i know illuminati is still there but QAnon is the one that the politicians hillary and biden For them, they sprinkle the, they wipe the blood of babies, and Bill Gates does that. That's why he's helping all the AIDS and Africans to get water, is because he's killing young babies and putting their blood on their skin to. Jesus fucking Christ! And like, yeah, no, again, there's like a split <laughs> second of pity, yeah. followed immediately by outrage. You know what I mean? Like, th- like, and but that's you're you're right. I would never try and reason. But I mean, no, I try to, but how do you make an argument for someone who, you that's their no, argument? Yeah, you can't. On someone that genuinely believed in, like, Pizzagate or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you start getting into, like, that level, you, you can't. Like, someone's just like, 
I'm a Trump supporter. I'm not going to go out of my way to be friendly with them. Mm-hmm. But if we're if it comes up in a political discussion and they seem like an otherwise reasonable person, like I'll fucking talk to you about it. I'm not going to like explore the possibility of a friendship with you afterwards. But like whatever, like I'm not going to automatically hate. Like I'm like, all right, let's talk. Like like let, let's have let's have a conversation. That's fine. I just don't run into them that often. Uh, I mean, it's when you're, it's like when it's, it's only when one, they're too stupid to argue with because they believe in shit. Because they think the Illuminati is trying to stop them from getting a COVID test, like whatever, like, or like, I don't know, like you're just not affected or you don't see how you're affected by like the decisions that these people are making. Like they're not, either they're not actively taking away their, your rights or they are. And you just, don't care or don't want to see it or whatever, you know? Cause you said you, you mentioned he was, your friend is black. The one that you were just talking about. No, these brothers, they're half Hispanic, half white. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you could share an ideology with people who like, I don't know. Like they just, they actively don't want you to feel comfortable. Like, like I can't speak for them. Like I, but like, you know, if like my, the one that I was referring to this Puerto Rican man, like if you shook Trump's hand, like he would douse himself in Purell afterwards. Like, you know, women, all those fucking, all the white women out there that voted for Trump or God forbid, Latinas for Trump. That's another thing that I've, you know what I mean? That's only in Florida. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you watch, do you follow All Gas No Breaks? No. I need to write that down. Please watch it. It's so good. It's just like this super young guy who like goes to like, it's not specifically Republican shit. It's like he goes to like a flat earth convention. Um, He went to like the rocket launch in Florida and he interviewed like all these like, conservative cubans it's just wild just check him out it's really funny but he's he's super deadpan like he doesn't actually he's actually probably one of the better reporters ironically because he doesn't add opinion he just asks questions and lets people be stupid themselves yeah (laughs) but it's like like it's like you're like dude he like he actively mocked a woman for accusing a supreme court justice of rape like he mocked her openly on international. Like, how are you justifying it? How deep is the hatred of your own that, gender or or whatever, whatever group you identify with? How deep does that run that you would support a man like that? You know what I mean? That if is what any- I do have to say about not to like shout out, what, but women who do support Trump. I'm like, he is specific. I feel like has given no fucks. You know he doesn't I mean? even try to pretend like yeah. he doesn't like, and it's just like even if one of any of the things that have been said about him are true, like that's still not enough. <laughs> you st- nothing like no part of you would even consider. That's actually the all gas no brakes guy is at a Trump rally and one of them, and he asks like a bunch of women, like white women, and he was like, "You're," he was like. He was like, you don't think a woman can be president? She's like, oh, no, no, it's a man's job. Women get, like, emotional and, um, you know, they can they, they can start a war. And he was like, well, haven't all wars been started by men? <laughs> like, every single one of them. And she's like, well, yeah, but and I was just like, okay, dude. Like, But that, like, I don't know. You can't make people apply critical thought. I'm proud of you and you're really brave for going into, like, the fucking hot bit like the epicenter you know what i mean like oklahoma it must because like i'm not forced to like i'm not forced to interact really with people like that guy that i mentioned is like a complete and total outlier like yeah oh yeah you know the east village new york is like a total i don't but like i think that that might not even be that much of a good thing like Mm -hmm. you can get stuck in an echo chamber or whatever um, but in a place like Oklahoma or any purple state or any, like when there's a, like you're forced to cohabitate, like mm-hmm. it just must be crazy. Like, I feel like just shit roll off your shoulder constantly. I mean, everyone has a gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And it, like, it's not yeah. even a joke. It's like you go in 
I haven't gone out much in the last few months, but usually when you go out to any restaurant, you go anywhere, there's any restaurant, there's a couple people with guns, there's couple, like concealed, like going in, all that. And it's just the stuff you, I thought. The masks are dangerous. <laughs> I thought I was going to be okay. And my uncle was like trying to give me an opportunity to want to be here longer. But I, I don't think I'm ready to be that small fish or big fish in a small pot. <laughs> like I can't take well, being surrounded by a bunch of red, you know. <laughs> Necks or just yeah. red. <laughs> well, just, <laughs> a bunch of small, not small, this, and I don't want to be small minded. I don't like saying uneducated. It's just unwillingness to adapt, I would say more. Yeah. Because they don't sure. want to, you're not willing also, to. Like, this is a lot of, there's a lot of shit we have to heal. Like, mm -hmm in lieu of this like don't get me wrong like the day that trump lost was like a great day and like everyone was really happy but oh my yeah. god it was so good i wish you were in new york it I, was everyone so was partying I'm like... it was so good it was so good i was having sex when i heard the horn start going and i was like that i was like are those angry horns they sound like angry horns he's like no i think they're happy and i just opened my window and this lady runs out of her house and i thought she was on i, I thought she was on the phone and she just screams, I'm so fucking happy! <laughs> like, and she wasn't talking to anyone. She just ran out. Oh, my God. I was in Tompkins Square Park. My friends just left me there because I couldn't stop. Like, there was, like, everyone was just walking around with, like, huge amps and speakers and, like, wagons. Like, oh. like born in oh, the USA. Man. Like, dude, it felt like I was on Molly. Like, it was, like, just the best day in so long. Like, you could literally feel the tension just completely yeah. just for one day obviously. it was a weight that's what i yeah just a weight lifted off like mm -hmm. oh, for one day did you sorry this is we're just getting like real off the rails now i know you wanted to talk about bartending but did you see that trump said that if the electoral votes came in and he'd still lost then he would finally secede which he didn't but that's exactly how he won in the first place <laughs> like that was like Hillary Clinton won technically the, by like two million more votes or something like yeah. that, and he had the audacity with a straight face to say that like to like a media outlet, and I was just like, I don't know when know? that was, but I admit I was afraid. I was getting really afraid of the election until he came out, and and when he came out and like they were saying the whole time he was going to call it fraud. As soon as he had that press conference at like one in the morning and called it fraud, I'm like, okay, I was freaking out because he was winning, but I'm like, we're going to win because mail-in ballots. He called fraud. That's what they said weeks ago he was going to call fraud. And I'm like, um, he's doing what no, they yeah, said. I don't think that anyone, I was certainly not surprised by that. And I don't think anyone, I'm going to. Were you not afraid night when he was winning because of. Red yeah, light. dude, I had a go bag. I had a go bag bag yeah. on election night. That's all, okay. That's all I'm saying. No, of course I was fucking terrified. I was like, yeah, and yeah. yes, I was extremely worried about the impending civil war. Of course, <laughs> but um, I was. I was also not surprised by any of his behavior because I've trained myself not to be at this point, just for my own. I was drunk. I was drunk come like midnight. I'm like, that's you shouldn't be drunk watching the dude on CNN do the election oh. results for six hours. You need, no, you must. You must be drunk. <laughs> you must. Um, you must. You must. And I don't even. I don't even want to come across like I'm such a staunch Democrat. Like fuck the Democrats too. Yeah. I just don't want people's basic human rights being compromised. And I. I think that yeah. you're a bunch of spineless fucking cowards too. I hate all career politicians mm -hmm. it's just you know at least they're trying i guess <laughs> like you know <laughs> what i mean like at least there's like some representation or something like there's i don't know some earth tones like i don't know like anything to yeah. fucking just break up the exact same like milk toast republican rhetoric that's been governing us for forever like i try and tell for it i'm like because a lot of republican friends from texas and oklahoma go i'm like if the government all sucks because now you want to claim just like government is all bad but don't you want the people who at least want to help you specifically like if it's all horrible and they all do suck even if they're pandering for your vote yeah 
which go, sucks. Yeah, it's but go for the one who's going to do the most for you. They don't think of it like that. If I feel like I can, but I also see like Democrats get caught up in stuff like this. Like you know, I I think that both sides can be extremely judgmental. Oh yeah, myself included. Mm-hmm. Like hell yeah, like. I don't know, like, I'm going to, I went to, like, a, I went to my friend's apartment the other day, there was, like, six or seven people there, mm-hmm. and we didn't wear masks the entire time, we were just drinking, and then um, I saw, like, on the news, and it was, like, Republican, like, something, like, it was, like, a, a, it was just, like, a club of Republicans, I really forget, like, what, like, got busted in a bar after hours, like, with their, with, no one had a mask on, and I was, like, disgusting and i like realized i did the same thing like probably not as many people but still like i just hate gatekeeping and i have to check myself often on doing it i'm like am i hating them am i bristling at the fact that they're a republican just automatically and without question or are their actions actually egregious you know well my only thing with really what I really do try to make, force myself to check in with whether or not I'm just classifying them as like a dumb redneck or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I have to work hard to make sure I'm, I'm checking that I'm not just being judgmental because that's, I'm not, I'm, if I hate a, a, a political party for being judgmental and not uh, welcoming to other people, like I'm not going to do the exact same thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least I'm going to try not to. I don't judge. I know political parties eons different than like race, gender, sexual orientation, whatever. But like, yeah. if it's the, the name of the game is not being judgmental, I'm right. going to try your best. Like, I'm going to try my personal mm-hmm. best, which is not that good, but yeah. I'm going to try. I mean, I get that because I mean, bartending is with customer service. It's like you you want to kind of you want to do your best to keep it in your head, not to externalize what's in your head because it's going to go through your head regardless or not. I would say that that's probably normally the case, like in ninety percent of bars. But I definitely kicked out a Trump supporter once. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was, I was like, I don't know, he was just being so fucking stupid, and I just didn't want to look at his hat. You know what it was? It was like, it was like the peak of the protests. Yeah. And shit was like really going down, and every like tensions were really high. And he came in with like a regular within a Trump hat, and I was like, "I'm not fucking sir. like, I, like fuck you, fuck off. Like you know what you're doing. You, I know you know what you're doing. Yeah. You want to be like, you want to be inflammatory. You want to be, you know. Yeah. So here you go, motherfucker. I'm giving you the exact fucking exact ex- exact the reaction, reaction you, you were wanted, hoping for. Yeah. Enjoy this shit. Get the fuck out of my yeah. bar. Like, you know. And it's just like you, and like it was. Even more than, like, just overt, like, bigotry, I think that I hate, um, like, complacency in the face of, like, it it was, it was more, I think it's more harmful, it was more harmful that, like, one of my regulars, who I wasn't, like, friends with, but, like, friendly, like, hangs out often, like, we've talked, brought him in and, like, let him wear his hat in a place he knows there's... You know, he, where it's just not fucking That's cool. not the vibe. Like, yeah, that's not the this environment. This isn't like, you know, I know this is like a tired talking piece, but this isn't just a difference in political opinion. Like, a difference in, like, how we should be spending our, you know, budget on the military. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's even yeah. a bad example. But, like, this isn't tax law. Like, this is literally you're, you're doing harm to people. Mm-hmm. Like, you're harming people in a really sensitive time in our history. So, like, no, fuck off. Yeah. I'm not going to make you feel comfortable. Why, why did they, why do you get to feel comfortable? And I don't know mm-hmm. is really the, but yeah, I don't know. Crazy, crazy times. How much are you, of this are you going to use? Uh, I mean, I'm going to use most of it because like I did have you a, know, bu- out the parts that make me seem trashy. Okay. <laughs> Just that's all I ask. Like, um, cause I, I had a bunch of questions, but like, it, you, you answered most of the questions just in like a conversation without me having to really bring up the conversation. I mean, the questions and then went and expanded <laughs> on a little other areas too. So, Sorry. Do you want to ask anything? No, like I said, you answered all the questions, but without me having to ask the questions, they were just like, at, answer. Oh, no. yeah. 
And yeah, you you did the podcast better than I wanted. Like maybe it should have went. No, <laughs> it's like you took over the interview. You did. You just interviewed yourself. It's fine. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I should have brought okay. the bottle. Wait, 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 wait. No, let me get the tequila. If we're gonna do a shot. Okay. The, I'll, all right. Here we go. Um. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, you got Montezuma gross. Hey. I get well because I just make cocktails at home. Okay, so. No, no, I love I I well, no one here is knocking well tequila. Okay? That's what I, mean. I feel like that would be like my 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 like eight like AOL name or something if like it was still around. But oh, by the way, do you remember? I'm this? looking at yeah. <laughs> I wore it for Halloween again this year. Oh my god! I was also telling this guy that I'm seeing about. Uh, like I was trying, I was trying to sell him on doing acid, yeah. and I was, I'm so confident on acid. I disarmed a man with a, with a, I disarmed a man once. <laughs> like, I, t- I swear to fucking god, I like forgot that that happened. I like just buried it for like a month, and then remember I texted you and was like that, that for sure happened, though, right? Like that wasn't me just like tripping balls or whatever, and uh, oh. yeah. We did that. <laughs> now you came up, New York, just fucking everyone's like freaking out of this, man. And you just, <laughs> no. no. Give it, give it. <laughs> just that's oh, not God. happening on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, I feel like he was so confused by he me. Was. He was, he did. Because he wasn't speaking English. Yeah, and the Dutch. Dutch bartender, who didn't say thank you, by the yeah, way. Yeah, just like, oh, okay. <laughs> He was like, he was like, oh, I called the cops. I was like, oh, you guys don't have cops. What the, yeah, what's going to happen? It's two in the morning. You yeah, know. you guys don't have cops in Amsterdam. You have carpet in your jail cells. Like, yeah, nothing was like, the streets were so quiet. Yeah, we're drunk, yelling. It was wild. Because like, I went, to, I went to Amsterdam in like 2015 or something. And it was not, like, it was a lot quieter this time around. Really? I just felt like shit shut down earlier, yeah. Oh. Eh. I, I had a very different experience last time. I didn't stay in a hostel. Like, I still fucking portied. But <laughs> it was like, um, I don't know. I don't, I just feel like there was a lot of, like, you know the street our hostel was on? Like, you'd walk out and it would just be, like, so empty. And yeah. It was, like, it was very strange. Still, like, the best ever <laughs> um, good times yeah i was actually talking to do you remember that british kid i was with like the yes. one in the vet dancing yeah. <laughs> the one that dancing. i'm like oh wow <laughs> just ran oh, into the man. night <laughs> oh i love that kid so much no we still talk he was like he was actually gonna come visit me here because we met in korea and then we met up again in oh, amsterdam that is fucking like dope, a year yeah. later and then he was because his birthday is in December, so he was gonna come here again. And I was like, "Damn, I love, I miss traveling so much." Oh, I do too. Um... Fucking... Well, you know, there's like certain countries that are just giving away visas because they need like the economic stimulation. Like Georgia is one of them. What can, um, what kind of works in Georgia? I know I can just do anything. No, not work, but you can work remotely and like live in like this beautiful, warm dope place with beautiful women and like a lot of cool ass culture <laughs> but i feel I like... like i went to i'm georgia was is definitely gonna be different because they've kind of got this like middle eastern thing going on just because it's so close to the border of like i mean i don't by syria and all that but i was in eastern europe like before i got to amsterdam and they it's fucking dope out there dude they don't give a fuck as you can imagine yeah. like all that soviet block like they like when I was in Serbia, they would, like, get mad at me for, like, asking permission to do something. Like, I'd be like, oh, can I, um, is this an okay place to, like, smoke a cigarette? And they're like, it's Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was, like, always their answer. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm We're sorry. We're free from <laughs> Soviet yeah. Russia. <laughs> we, I think it was more so, like, we're fucking fresh out of a civil war from like the 90s why the fuck would i care if you spoke that's the yeah, fine. That's, i've seen when shit matters this clearly doesn't matter like they're like a happy people now yeah. i just think like the fresh wounds of civil unrest made it so they were like why the fuck is this bitch asking me about using the bathroom like why wouldn't you just walk in and use it you know what I mean? but 
You didn't know, too. The reason I honestly came down here was only for a couple months. I was supposed to move to China. What? Why? Uh, because uh, awesome. when I lost my job over COVID, and then I was looking for something else, and I found going over there to teach English. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, why not? Do you have a bachelor's? Huh? Do you have a bachelor's? Yeah. I got it. Yeah, that's what I said. It took six and a half years, but I finally finished my bachelor's. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I... I'm not nervous to go back to school. I'm pretty excited. I just want to, it's shitty when you're a woman because I want to have kids eventually. And like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to have to like bang out like all this, fun. like I'm not going to be like one of those pregnant women in community college. Fuck that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's super respectable, but like, I just want to bang it out and like be successful but and have to be able to have a baby, but I'm 28. So it's like, I'm going to be cutting it real close. I mean, I don't care about that. Just because I have my degree, I'm practically 27 in, like, what, 15 days. To where in the same instance of, like, without having really any... Huh? Aquarius or Capricorn? Capricorn. Capricorn. Without any real, like, working experience with the degree, it's, like, almost in the same boat. So what I would just say is go in with knowing not only kind of, like, figuring out what exactly you want to do with your degree use everything that the college has like you need an internship use the resources because if you don't it's pointless because that's kind of like what i felt like my experience yes i have the degree but i didn't use any of the resources that really college is for so the degree is pointless so yes i have the piece of paper but i am strategically going back for psychology because i think because to be a therapist, which is like, you will make good money. As yeah, a like, then you need really your care. master's. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to take a fucking pay cut. And then if I really like it, I could go for my PhD and like be well, like yeah. a psychologist or whatever. I feel like there there's a more direct path. But like at minimum, like it'll only take me like five years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm really going to... Buckle down, magnet. get that shit over yeah. with, get that master's I in five years. I, I have one year of credits already. Yeah. Um, But like I'm really trying to put some vinegar on this so I can like, you know, um, but then at least like a master's is like, you know, two years, Mm -hmm. maybe like, maybe I can do it in less time if I like really put my back into it. But, um, I could, I could also be eating my words. I could go back to school and be like, fuck this. (laughs) I knew I was right to drop out, you know, but I, I do like learning. Yeah. It just was never like afforded to me. Fit, like literally afforded <laughs> you know what I mean and like um, it was just, it was like I'm not gonna go broke doing something I don't even know like nothing that I'm good at or nothing that I enjoyed and could be propelled forward by a college degree yeah. and then I got into psychology and I was like okay that's something mm-hmm. like I can you know I can I can magic something that's technically a science yeah. <laughs> like you know, but, um, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go cause teen mom, but, uh, it was so good to see you again. You should come back, come back to New York. Oh, don't worry. My childhood, the old, my friend who I've known just as long as I've been adopted lives in the city and he's good off. Like, yeah, he has a two bedroom. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say my friend that I've known for forever was a teen mom. No. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. So you've, you've lived it. Yeah. I know that life girl. Did I tell her, tell her I said she's probably really strong? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, anyway, yeah, it was so good to talk to you again. Hopefully I'll see you in another country, not New York. You know, yes. that's where I'm trying to see you. The second we're allowed to, let's meet in like fucking somewhere wild. I want to go somewhere like Azerbaijan or something. I don't know. I'm down. Somewhere crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, Kristen. Good to see you.